and gentlemen, welcome back to the Johnny and Chai audio experience. Here to talk to you about the everyday average Joe fo- uh, sports, and but mostly football, uh, sports opinion. Uh, we are here, it is our first episode since the Christmas break. Uh, we enjoyed Chai's brother's wedding yesterday. Uh, Chai, how have you recovered? I'm doing well. It was a, uh, a late night, a good time. Friends, family. Uh, it was it was a fun time. It was nice. It really know? was. It was a great day. Um, very fun. Very happy for your brother and his wife. But I'm tired. <laughs> I'm, I'm beat, really man. Beat. <laughs> We're but dead. Hey, but, hey, you don't have school. I'm basically not working this yep. whole week. I mean, we don't really have an excuse. But I'm dead, man. <laughs> we'll but get hey, it to you, folks. Let's get don't into worry. Some sports because we have a lot to cover since the last time we talked. Uh, let's just talk a little bit about the Week 16 in the NFL because a lot has happened as the Penguins and Red Wings get underway, and there's an icing already. So, um, week started off, we saw the Redskins uh, lose to the Titans uh, on Saturday evening, but that wasn't the main story on that Saturday night. The Ravens beat the Chargers. That's a big win for them. Uh, it really puts the Steelers in a tough spot, especially since the Steelers lost this past weekend as well. Uh, but you and I were both shocked about that game, and you and I both did not think that Baltimore was as big of a threat as they could be. But taking down San- taking down the L.A. Chargers um, makes you think twice. It does, no question about it. And I think the impressive part about it is one, they did it on the road. Never easy to play on the oh, road. Man. Um, but also, Lamar Jackson apparently passed for over 200 yards for the first time. Yeah. Um, you know, he didn't He's really efficient. make enough mistakes. He, he, he is. Yeah. Gus Edwards um, is a nice addition for them um, that they kind of just sort of got out of nowhere. I mean, he's a rookie. Like, he wasn't even supposed to be running. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. When you control clock and you have a good defense, and I think the biggest key is you don't get down early. Yeah. Um, that makes a massive difference. You're not forced to throw the ball. You can keep staying in your game plan as long as you're close, one-score game type deal. And I think they just grinded them out. Yeah. I mean, it's impressive what they've been able to do. You made mention to it. You said, how is it that a team like the Ravens can – we know that they have one identity, run the ball and play really good defense. And that's their identity. That's it. But they they, they just shove it down your throat with the running game. They are going to stop you – on you know the defense side of the ball, I don't know how they do it, but they keep on doing it week in and week out. And if you put them in the playoff contention, when you look at the playoff picture, uh, they would probably be playing right now. They would be playing LA again, right? Uh, I'm in bearing and it would be in Baltimore, but which would be a huge advantage oh, to them. And then if they won, they would go on and play the Patriots. I don't think New England wants to see them. I don't, what's I what's one of like two teams to have gone yeah. into New England and won in the playoffs? Yeah. Uh, Baltimore. Yeah, not fun. <laughs> but now, uh, hey, right. credit to them for sticking credit through and sticking with John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh, even before you know the Steelers kind of fiasco, yeah. if you will, they announced that they were going to keep him. I think at least for next year. Yeah, that's certainly looking to be a good choice, and I think that was smart. Yeah, um, he's uh, a good coach. Another story. I can't believe this one. Nick Foles, <laughs> 35 of 49, 471 for touchdown passes and a pick. But he led the team, he led the Eagles back to win 32 to 30 over the Houston Texans. Houston Texans were in the number two seed in the AFC and they lost it. Ah, tough I loss for them, man. I cannot I believe really that was. one. 
That was a shocker. Credit to them. Uh, I credit to the Eagles for sticking around. And Foles, it just seems like he just plays magic with zero man. pressure. Like oh. old Saint Nick for Philadelphia. Just he comes through. And I, I saw something with Michael Vick had made a comment about him. Something to the effect, basically, of like the um, Doug uh, Peterson keeps the game plan simple for him. It's just it it he just he doesn't try to overdo it or overcomplicate it or play to the fact that, like Carson Wentz is more Wentz is more talented than him. Like he just keeps it yeah. real simple, and they do it effectively. And gosh, the guy can unload that ball sometimes. Well, just think about it though. In the off season, everyone was thinking that he was going to be traded. Right, and then if you're the Eagles, of course you didn't want to let go of him. You just wanted you the Super Bowl. He was your Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP, and I was thinking to keep him, even if it's just for one year. I mean, you might need this guy later down the road, and it looks like they're going to go in. They they could be going into the playoffs with this guy. Yeah, uh, you never know. I mean, it it does know. It, they're they're real close. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Yeah, they're close enough. They're at least making a push with this guy at QB again. Um. And then, let's see, Colts beat the Giants by a point. Uh, Browns beat the Bengals. They continue to win. Um, but could you feel? Story. Could you feel um, somebody stare from across the <laughs> across that or Hugh Jackson? Uh, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I, I love the shenanigans love going on. Yeah, we could we could probably talk about that one for an eternity, but we're not. Uh, but the big one that you and I know, uh, we I know you watched this one, um, but it ruined our Sunday. Steelers lose to the Saints, thirty-one to twenty-eight. In my opinion, the Steelers had so many opportunities in this game, and like their entire season, they just kind of let it slip through their fingertips. Absolutely, great game plan. I thought they were well coached once again against a very good team and a very good coach. Mm -hmm. Um, I was impressed for the defense for the most part, really. Um, I thought Ben played excellent. Ben played on out of his mind. Yeah, Juju and AB just really stepped up. Even oh, when they AB was outstanding, he was incredible. AB was averaging thirteen yards a catch. I mean, that's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> Juju and Brown together. Well, Brown had fourteen catches, one hundred and eighty-five, and Juju had uh, eleven receptions, a buck fifteen, two touchdowns for Brown, none for Juju. But goodness gracious, <sighs> biggest problem is I mean it, it's the untimely turnovers. Yeah, you know, I, I think that, that the Stephen Ridley fumble. I disagree with the play call in that situation. I think running it, just lining up against the number one run defense or one of them. I can't yeah. remember. Um, oh, up it's there, the number one, number one, number, run yeah, defense, against the yeah. run. That's just that's dumb to me, especially yeah. when Ben's been passing all over them. At least like yeah, like put a play it, action. Do so, put like it something. Put it into the when it's a big play like that. You want to put it into the hands of your big players, best players. And, yep. Right, Ridley's not your best player. <laughs> yeah. Um, he'll be lucky if he sees the field. I mean, I, I can understand it in the sense that I forget exactly. Uh, they were inside. They were in field goal range. A long field it goal. It would have been a long field, yeah. yeah. Um, but Boswell looked good, and yeah. it's a dome. It's so a dome, yeah. A doable So kick. I was thinking, like, maybe. I mean, I, I when I was. Before the play happened, I was like, do you run it here? Like, I contemplated it. But I don't think you run it straight at the middle because that play was just exploded. Like, they, they, there was no chance once right. that play started developing. But, I mean, if your mindset was, well, we'll take field goal here, too, um, then, okay, I'm okay with it, but I still would have I still would have just opened up. I would have preferred to be aggressive because the put, touchdown put puts four you receivers up. or something. That's the thing. And it, the touchdown versus the field goal, that's one possession versus two Because if it's incomplete, you get a field goal anyway. Right, which is fine. Yeah. Not a big deal. I mean, the, I thought in the second half the defense played well for the Steelers. Oh, yeah. They finally they, started they getting some of that well. pass rush. Um, their one uh, lineman went out, which would have made a huge difference. Yeah. 
Um, I don't recall his name. He's I know he's a multiple Pro oh, Bowler. He had just yeah. come back. Um, but I think they they noticed him very much yeah. when he was gone. But um, I, I thought they played pretty well. I thought in the clutch, like until that last drive, which okay, okay. I guess we'll I guess this will be the next question. Do you agree with the fake punt call? Do you like it, hate it, or don't care? Um, I'm more on the don't care side slash. I was okay with going for it, but not, not that way. Yeah, I'm. Not, I don't even care about the fake punt because, I don't know. Some of the weird the special teams has been either awesome or like terrible. It's super right. weird. Um, I. But you can't run it like straight up the gut when there's five yeah. yards. If it's two yards, that's different. I don't understand that mm. play call. Um, two. I think I would have preferred on a fourth and five. If we're gonna throw it, um, let's put Roethlisberger on. Yeah. Oh yeah. If you're gonna go amazing. for it, go put Roethlisberger on. Yeah, I yeah, agree with that. Exactly. Now I think, and I, Tomlin did mention this. His philosophy was, "Hey, listen, if we don't get it, um, at least they'll score quickly." You know, and I'm because the Saints they couldn't settle for a field goal. They still had to at least get the touchdown. Um, I think that's smart, and we did get the ball back. Yeah. So, I mean, from that standpoint, it worked out till Juju's fumble. So, yeah. I understand the aggression, but. Why were we being aggressive on that play and yeah. then running the ball the drive before? Yeah. A little I, inconsistency. Right. I, I kind of feel like you're in that situation. Um, you have the lead, and your defense up to that point has only allowed seven points in the second half against a Hall of Fame quarterback. Right. Uh, and honestly, if you take away if you take away that bogus pass interference call in the first half, it would have been a could have been two, a totally two different touchdown game. game. Yeah. Oh, it would have huge. It would have been a big. I mean, difference. that was directly, basically, directly seven points off the board. I, it was a turnover on downs in decent field position, turned into a touchdown. Right. Uh, horrible, horrible call, and that, that that's one of the worst pass interference calls. Stings. I've seen. That one stings. Yeah. But honestly, when but still, when you consider that you're in of the situation you're in, your defense has been playing well, and you had just stopped them on a drive before. Where you're at in the field, fourth and five, why? It, it may, it, in my opinion, it wasn't as bad, but it was almost equivalent to Georgia going for it on the fourth and eleven in the SEC title game. You and I both thought that was bogus, ridiculous. And I also thought the actual play call: if you're going to run the fake, don't make them aware of it right before it happens. If you, I, I don't, I've, I don't memorize the special teams players, but one of the players went out in motion right before the play. Yeah, right, right before oh, the I hike. forgot about that. When You're I right. saw that, actually, I swear to you, I'm sitting there, I'm watching it. I'm, I, I was thinking, there's no, absolutely, would no way they, like, I'm not even thinking about that. I'm not even thinking about a fake punt. Right. But then I see the guy go out in motion, and I'm like, whoa, wait a minute, because that just doesn't happen no. usually. No, no, and you better believe they knew that oh, something was going if you're, on. If you're one of those if eleven, you're, you're yeah, if you're like, one of those oh eleven guys on the field for the <laughs> New Orleans Saints, and you you're you're expecting a punt, but you're probably like you're focused. But when you see that man go out in motion, you're like, hold on a minute, this might be. You you kind of get your alert, and right. whether you're expecting it or not, you're just alert. So I don't know why you even do that. Like if you're gonna, if especially if it was a run, it's like they yeah, were even passing the straight, ball, right? <laughs> yeah. It, it doesn't I, I, make yeah, sense. It, it doesn't make much sense to me. I think the the way that was executed, if you're going to go for it, was even made it the decision even worse. Mm-hmm. I agree with you 100. percent If you wanted to go for it on fourth down, put Roethlisberger out there. He was playing well. 
Uh, he was not not unstoppable, but yeah. he was playing. Pretty there was about dumb five and ball. a half to go left in the game. Um, I, I I can understand thinking that you're going to get the ball back. Uh, okay, fair. But would I would have rather have put the trust back into my defense, who has been playing well all the, all game, punted the ball, and maybe I mean let's let's imagine. Okay, let's say it went in for a touchback. That's a basically a forty. That's a thirty-seven yard punt there. But still, I would I would put my faith in my defense. Like it, it, it to me, it didn't show much faith in the defense by just putting him out there, which was a little surprising. Field. Not because of who they're playing against, but just yeah. simply because they had been playing well getting to the quarterback. And what made it even worse? I don't know why you're celebrating on that play when you clearly oh weren't gosh. even close. I, uh, that was bad. Uh, that was that, that bad. summed up the Steelers' season. Oh, look at this. Oh, no. Nope, oh, nope, just nope. kidding. You blew it. <laughs> nope. Yeah. I mean, only other comment. Obviously, we know that was a bogus call. Um, I understand the rule when Hayden has his hand on his back, but it's pretty clear that he, just, he missed time, Kamara missed time the jump. I mean, it, it, it's not a foul. Oh, are you, are you talking about? The, oh, you're talking about the pass interference. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I have to. No, you know, we I, don't. We're pretty good about not blaming refs in terms of when you're yeah. losing the game. But yeah. that's a that's a huge missed call. I'm, I mean, I'm the same way. Blown call. Like that's 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 atrocious and it's unacceptable. It is. Um, but they still should have won the game. It really. <laughs> Just yeah. A fact. Here, on that note, I'll say this. Uh, I don't like to blame refs. Let's say if that was the last play of the game, you could you could blame the refs probably. Right. That would be different. Um, but it wasn't the end of the game, and you had numerous opportunities to win the game after that. But it was it, like it. We just shouldn't be talking about it. Plain and simple. Yeah. If you're going to have referees, which this season the referees have been awful, in my opinion, worse than they... It, I don't know which is more embarrassing. Having referees during the lockout or when they were on strike oh, gosh, making re- bad calls, <laughs> making bad calls, that's understandable. But these are professional referees making atrocious calls. There was not a player, there was not a person in that stadium that probably would have thought, oh, legitimately, that is a pass interference. Oh, there's no way. No, there's a, not a chance. I have watched, you and I have both watched enough football. I honestly can't remember a pass interference that was that bad. That was awful. awful. I've seen some bad ones, but that it, it has yeah, to be up there. It has to be up there. No I mean, that question. was, I have never, if that's the new definition of pass interference, one, I don't want it. Two, what is pass interference at all? Like, <laughs> why can't can you play? Like, can the defensive backs do anything? It's tough, and I don't yeah. want to belabor the belator. I don't know what yeah. the heck I'm trying to say. And, and but three, it's three, just get, three. It's ridiculous. If that's going to be the new pass interference, like, if if this is what the NFL officiating is becoming, you should be allowed to review certain penalties and pass interference. Yes. should be it. I have I've always been somewhat of an advocate for that in the NFL. But I am now all for it if this is how bad it's going to be. Because it looks because bad. a play like that, where you essentially give them a touchdown, it's like, well... On a fourth down. Yeah. I mean, this is a huge game, too, for both yeah. teams. Because, Tough to see. Yeah. I mean, granted, like, you, you can say, like, oh, it happens so fast. What part not, about that? Not, it was like, not how fast. slow <laughs> and how fast do you have to see that p- play to be like, <sighs> that's not pass interference. I don't know, man. I... But again, uh, to defend the refs, the Steelers, you had a fake punt, which no one really understands. You had one of your stars fumble the ball uh, on late drive, and it's been. And the Steelers should not have been in the situation um, where they had to beat the Saints. Right. You know, you can't expect yourself to beat the best team in the league 
to get yourself in the playoff when you look at what they have done the past five weeks. A credit to them for, you know, playing a very good game in a very yeah. tough place to play. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. One false start penalty impressed. the whole time. I mean, that that alone is impressive. But it, it sums up the season. Not enough, late, can't close it out. Yeah. Bad bad football at the end. The last thing I want to mention from this past week in the NFL, uh, not only did the Raiders win, but Seattle Seahawks won again. They beat uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. 38-31 to 31 Sunday night. Uh, I don't have the stats here. I'll get them up. Yeah, there we go. Mahomes had three touchdowns, no picks. Uh, and the Seahawks, for the Seahawks, Russell Wilson, 18 of 29, uh, 271, three touchdowns. Uh, both teams ran the ball very, very well. But I, dude, I'm telling you, the Saints or the Seahawks, they look, they look good. I mean, they, they, they locked really up a spot, good. yeah, um, which makes it a little bit tighter in the NFC. But it looks like they're going to be playing the Cowboys. Looks like, yeah, that that's actually that's going to be a great game. I, I think they're going like to have trouble chances. on the road. I think yeah, that's going to be, gonna be a little bit of tough. But so we'll I, see. I like their chances. All right, um, let's switch gears here now. All right, uh, so this week we are just going to go straight to the games for this week. We're not going to have a main topic. We already talked about what we wanted to discuss uh, because there's a lot to talk about for this upcoming week uh, in the NFL and in college because college football bowl season is upon us. My favorite season of the year, college bowls. Love it. Hey, I don't get as excited as you, but it's it's <laughs> oh, a good man. time. There's a lot of football. WVU um, plays tomorrow. Um, you got some good games on New Year's Eve. and But for me, it all starts on Saturday uh, with Notre Dame and Clemson uh, playing. Uh, boys, we're we're going to be talking about we're going to be talking about the big six bulls here. We're going to be talking some NFL games. Uh, let's start off with Saturday. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk about the obvious one here first. Uh, number one, Alabama versus number four, Oklahoma. In uh, let's see. Oh, shoot. <laughs> anyway, that game is at eight, 8 p.m. Uh, I I think you and I both aren't gonna bet against Alabama. Uh, but I think it's gonna be a better game than people think. I don't think it's gonna be as good as. The Notre Dame Clemson game, no, which is going to be at four o'clock. Uh, I would be really surprised uh, if that ends up being the case. But nonetheless, what do you think is going to happen? You have the Heisman Trophy winner going up against Tua Tagovailoa, the Heisman, essentially the the Heisman runner-up. I mean, to me, you know, obviously, I think we both are going to say Alabama. Let's just pick them as we go through here. I mean. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be tough for Oklahoma. I, I don't think they're actually... I, I think their offense will have some struggles, but I think they're going to be fine. I know Alabama's defense is good. That, this to me, the isn't the Bowl, concern. By the That's what I couldn't remember. Oh, right. The Orange okay. Bowl, officially. Um, I, like, to, to me, I, they don't... That That's not the concern for me. The concern, I think, is the fact they have zero defense. So Alabama's going to get a couple of stops, I'm sure, but Tua is too good with that offense um, I mean, they're going to be up and down the field in Oklahoma. I just don't think Oklahoma is going to be able to get enough stops. Um, I think it's going to be a, a shootout, quite possibly. Like, I, I think it'll be pretty high scoring. But yeah. I don't see a whole lot of defense here. But I think Alabama will do just enough 
to stop them. I think they win by maybe a couple of scores, yeah. honestly. Alabama is actually favored by 14 right now. Uh, I, I think it's going to be one of those games you're going to see a lot of. Last year in the Rose Bowl, uh, you saw, I don't know how many touchdowns over, they had multiple touchdowns over 45 yards in the first half. I think that there's a very good chance that that's going to happen again. I think the the scary thing if you're Oklahoma is that defense is atrocious, and Alabama is just going to do whatever they want, literally whatever they want. Uh, with Oklahoma, the good thing is your offense is that good. Like I don't think, I think the defense is uh, defense of Alabama. It's fantastic. Your offense is that fantastic too. Right. Uh, however, um, the difference between how good the Alabama offense is versus how bad the <laughs> Oklahoma defense is versus the other way around right makes me think that Alabama is going to get three stops that might all be that might be, that might be just enough that, I mean yeah. because they Oklahoma can't yeah. stop them period because <laughs> the thing that Oklahoma has done all year is they got the key stops at the right times like the one or two stops um, but that that probably won't be the case this time. I, I'm thinking it's going to be a high-scoring game, probably 45 to 35, uh, but I think Alabama wins, and they uh, they go on and go to their third straight national title. All right, the game that I will be glued to, uh, I might even just turn off my phone. <laughs> 4 p.m. in AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas. It's the day I've been waiting for all year. Clemson versus Notre Dame. Notre Dame, number three seed. Clemson, number two. Clemson is actually favored by as much as 12, I've seen. Uh, I, I, I'm not just saying this in my Notre Dame bias. I would not be shocked one bit if Notre Dame wins. I just wouldn't. I actually wouldn't either. I actually am going to predict them to win. That's I know my that's, man. It, it's bold. <laughs> I'm not the. I'm not really much of a Notre Dame fan. You know that. Um, shout out to all you bandwagon fans <laughs> out there that uh, constantly seem to come out of the woodwork. You never know. But now I, I actually do. I, I think Notre Dame is going to be fine. I think their defense plays well enough, um, and that. You know, since they've made the switch at quarterback, I think that's made a massive difference. Massive um, difference. I think they have a chip on their shoulder in that they got in, but people were still, I feel like, questioning them a little bit simply because, not necessarily that they were going to be in, but just the fact because they don't have a conference. Um, yeah. I think they always have that chip on their shoulder, and I think they're going to be fine. Um, I see it being a, a close game, probably a little bit lower scoring than most people might think. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I actually am going to give the edge to Notre Dame. I know it's an upset here, but... Um, I I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah, uh, it's gonna. Be, I honestly think this is gonna be, this is gonna be a fantastic game. Oh, it's gonna if be not, amazing. It, it, game. It, I honestly think it's gonna be the best game of the entire playoff. I, I really do. This could be, like, honestly, whoever plays, they have to go up, probably go up against Alabama. But I mean, this this is gonna be fantastic. If you want defense, this game's got it. Both teams have a fantastic defense. Uh, Clemson actually, I believe, has the number one defense. Um, and I'll, I, I was I was reading an article today. I'm trying to find some of the some of the really fascinating things about this. But Notre Dame has is yet to allow a team to over 27 points, and Clemson has an explosive offense. I the Irish have not allowed a single play over 60 yards all year. 
Um, so they have the number three defense in marginal explosiveness allowed. Uh, both teams have looked way better when they switched quarterbacks. Uh, the Clemson the Clemson switched to their freshman, Trevor Lawrence. Now, I think that is where the weakness could lie. Pitt football, they, they managed to run the ball on them. They actually... Clemson looks like they could, if they face a good quarterback and they face a team that can run the ball, and Notre Dame has, they can run the ball, they can oh, throw the for ball. Sure. I think Ian Book's going to be comfortable enough uh, at key parts of the game. Um, and I think that it, it, quarterback-wise, I, I, I would like I would like Ian Book in this matchup because Book had to come back in the bowl game last year. I think, I believe it was the Sun Bowl against LSU. And he's had to do it all year. I mean, he's, he, you know, he came in week four. Uh, granted, they blew out Wake Forest, but he, he's he's been clutch all year. Oh, yes, uh, no question about it. He's Clemson, played very well. They they haven't struggled much. They haven't struggled much. Notre Dame has several times, and uh, Notre Dame's defense. I trust them to hold Clemson's offense. Now, granted, Clemson's going to score. They're going to Clemson that. That running game scares me. That is the oh, biggest thing. That very, that, very that, that run offense is fantastic, uh, and that of course helps Lawrence. But if you can if you can put some pressure on him, maybe get a couple stops early, that's going to be big. But ultimately, um, ultimately, I I I think what is going to happen is Notre Dame. I don't know what this. I don't I, I don't I don't think it's going to be that high scoring. I think it's going to be low twenties, maybe maybe. Maybe a team gets into the 30s. I would be a little surprised if that happens. Um, but I think Notre Dame will get the ball late, down, and I think they win it. I think they win it late. Notre, it, now, if you remember, I don't know if you remember this, uh, a couple years back, I think it was four or five years ago, Notre Dame went into Clemson on a rainy night, Saturday night, and Clemson had a big lead on them, and, and Notre Dame came back and lost on a last they got a touchdown on, the, on one of the last plays of the game, and they missed a two-point conversion. And this was the wow. Yeah, I don't. So, yeah, I don't know if I saw that. This was, I Watson was this, this. I think this was the year actually they went on to win the national title. Uh, Clemson did, or at least the year. I don't know. You know, what, I take it back. I think it was the year they. It was several it years was, ago. Yeah, I was but I, say, I, yeah, Watson was quarterback. Um. But yeah, dude, I I can't wait. This is gonna be a fantastic. Game. It's gonna be a great it's game. I think you said it right. I think it's gonna be the best one of the championships. Oh man, without a doubt, for sure. It, it would be really disappointing if a team, if one of these teams won by two touchdowns. Like it, it really would, because it's, this has the making to being a fantastic game, and uh, I'll be glued. <laughs> I can't without wait. A doubt. Um, my favorite bowl game of the year every year is the Rose Bowl. Uh, we have Washington, number nine, coming in and playing Ohio State, number six. Uh, so it's the Rose Bowl, uh, 5 p.m. New Year's Day. Uh, it is Urban Meyer's final day as the head coach of Ohio State. Uh, this one, I think this is going to be this is going to be a good game. Uh, it's going to be low scoring, I think. Oh, see, I think I think Ohio State. I think, gonna, I think they're gonna, I think they're going to blow them out, man. You think? Okay. I don't. I mean, Washington it basically won a, a rival game to leap in front of Washington State, which yeah. is impressive. But I, I don't know, man. I, th- I think Haskins is going to be on fire. I, yeah. I think Urban's last game. I don't know, man. I, I, I see them two, two scores for sure. Like I'm you picking think? Ohio State by a good margin. Yeah. I, I, yeah, two possessions. I think they win by. Um, but I don't think it gets as high as people think. Um. 
It's going to be a good game, though. I can't wait for it. I love the Rose Bowl. Every year it's the best. Yeah. Player. Oh, it's an um, awesome one. For sure. Although, uh, here's something. I, 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 will, I do think that Ohio State is going to be like, this is Urban Meyer's last game. They're going to go out with a bang. So I, I actually, I, I'll actually uh, change my tone a little bit, and I, I do think that Ohio State's going to win by pretty handily. Yeah, I mean, it could. Uh, Washington's going to have to get off early. Like they're going to have to oh, get yeah. off to a good start. If they don't, they're going to they're going to be, gonna be real tough. trouble. You can't play. Yeah. Ba- you can't play catch up with Ohio State. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, all right, LSU number eleven versus number eight UCF. Um, one p.m. I believe that's New Year's Day as well. Yes, yes. it is. Uh, who do you got for this one? <laughs> I, I, I want UCF to win. I think Same. it'd be awesome. I mean, I'll, I'll root for them, you know. LSU, yeah. to me, just the last few years has been kind of underwhelming. They have gotten much better, though, since the Alabama loss. I do think so. They, they played pretty darn well. They have. I mean, I have to go with the safe bet um, with LSU without um, their starting quarterback, UCF. I don't... Yeah, I don't, without them. <sighs> yeah. I might predict an upset, which would be real bold, but... I, I can't do it now. U- just, UCF. They, I, I hope the best for them, though. Yeah. I mean, that, that championship game against Memphis, I think there was like over 100 points scored. Yeah. With, I mean, they're not going to score like anything game. this game. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be tough. If I, I will say this, though. If UCF could beat uh, an Auburn, Auburn team last year, I think they can play with LSU. I, they definitely can play with them. It's not going to be a blowout. But I think that LSU is by far the better team. Uh, especially, you know, they don't, they have their starting quarterback, uh, UCF doesn't, that's big. And I, I right. think that's that, a huge difference. I think you're going to see UCF have their first loss in two years. What, two years? Yeah. Man, that's crazy. That's going to be, that is. Ah, credit to them. I yeah, mean, yeah, what, absolutely. What, a, what a program. I mean, you, you play who's yeah. on your schedule, you beat them. <laughs> that, that's your job. That's what yeah. you're supposed to do. <laughs> they so. did their job. Um, okay. Uh, we're just going to go straight to the, uh, I'll, I'll come back to the, to the, uh, to that bowl game, um, but all right, uh, the Rose Bowl. We're going to come back to the Sugar Bowl, um, but the Citrus Bowl, uh, Kentucky versus Penn State. Uh, yeah, oh, you, you said it best, man. Sorry. Gosh, things I don't care about. Penn State's going to win. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, I I, I really do think. McSorley's playing right. I believe so. Yeah, it's not like they're he's not. Yeah, I they're gonna kill him. I think. Yeah, I uh, Kentucky has Kentucky played pretty, well. Pretty year. Hey, that'd be hilarious. They somehow school, came up. That'd be hilarious. For being a basketball team, uh, or being a basketball school rather. Uh, holy. What? Okay, let's keep talking about Kentucky. But something just happened. Breaking news. Well, we have breaking uh, news here. <laughs> not live. You're hearing it live. <laughs> You're hearing no. it live. <laughs> Kentucky for being a basketball school, kind of like Duke. Right they're now, yeah. they're now on the map. Oh yeah, they're now on the map of college football. Who would have thought that that would happen in the age of some teams just looking unbelievable, like Alabama and whatnot? Oh yeah, it's impressive they have anything at all. Basically, so I'm picking Penn State to win that one. Yeah, same. Uh, This is breaking news right now. Clemson defensive tackle to miss the semifinal: Dexter Lawrence, tight end Brandon Galloway, and offensive lineman Zach Gila. Will not play versus Notre Dame after B sample drug tests were also positive. Oh, I saw something Lawrence about a couple other is ones. dangerous. The Lawrence, yes. that's the big name. Wow, that is big. Wow, that name alone. I didn't a couple Alabama people get 
tested too? Uh, or I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure. I'll I saw honest. some rumors yeah. floating around. And I, I did. I, I now that you mentioned that, I think it's been going around, but I'm not going to say to be. You know. Yeah, I don't know gonna, for sure, yeah. certain, but. Wow, that is huge. Yeah, that oh, is my big. prediction is genius. <laughs> I know. I knew it the whole time. Like, I still th- that's not going to have that much of an impact on the final score, on the final result, I don't think. But it's going to make – like, that's a big player. Lawrence has been – Oh, for sure. He's been, he's been tough. Uh, that obviously that, – that probably changes some ideas of what do we do as far as running plays, you know, play calling and stuff like that. They don't have a lot of time to switch things up. That's kind of crazy, actually. Uh, But some big news there. Wow. Um, All right. Um, Let's see. All right. Three. Okay. uh, Now that that the breaking news is up here, uh, five bold predictions for the Cotton Bowl versus Clemson. Oh, that's that's fan-sided. I'll pass it on that. All right. We we only only trust the Perhaps the most (laughs) underrated game. Uh, of the college uh, bowl game series on New Year's Day, actually, I think is going to be the Sugar Bowl. Uh, it's Mercedes Benz. It's kind of the, it's kind of the game that's sometimes forgotten on New Year's Day because it's the last one. Everyone's already watched the Rose Bowl and whatnot. But uh, it's t- number fifteen Texas and number five Georgia. I think that's going to be a pretty darn good game. That actually could be a really good game. Yeah. Uh, I I, I, think I don't know win. if I'll end up actually watching it just because of all the craziness, yeah. but <laughs> you'll better believe I'm hitting all the highlights on it because oh, that's going to be solid. I think that's going to be a good game. I think that's going to be a much better game. People, because honestly, when you look at Texas, they're they're tough. They're, they're still pretty they're, good. They're a tough team. I think they're going to be able to play with Georgia, uh, play right alongside with them um, for sure. I'm gonna, I'd pick Georgia here, but I I feel that Texas at least is going to give them a nice fight. Yeah. Um, probably a lot more than I think they're going to get credit I'm for. I'm thinking here. I'm thinking. Tracy McSorley. Hmm. Ooh. Predicting an upset here? What, I'm what, thinking, What are dude. you doing here? I'm thinking here, man. Because uh, Georgia might be a little bit deflated after that SEC title game. Granted, they've had a lot of time off. But they might also be like, oh, this is – all right. They're gonna they're gonna be kind of like Ohio State. They're gonna have some uh, a little bit of incentive. They're gonna be thinking, "Hey, we should have been in the college football playoff. We were the fourth best team." Uh, I think Georgia wins. Uh, I think they'll win by a touchdown or two, but uh, they'll probably get a touchdown late to create some separation. But I, I think that this could be the, the most underrated game going into it. That don't don't sleep on this game. <laughs> anyway, yeah. is my what I'm gonna say. No, You're gonna have great gonna games solid. throughout the day. Um, but this is a game. If you're still up at nine o'clock, I, I'll probably find myself watching it. That's basically when I wake up in the morning. So it should be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll 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 be solid for sure. Don't want to be a fun one. All right, uh, now to the NFL. Uh, there's so much happening in the NFL. This is the craziest playoff scenario I've ever seen. I've never seen a busy week set seventeen quite like this. It's usually a- not too busy, but there are a lot of implications. Yeah. There, there's not a, necessarily with teams making it so much, but just the possibility. The seedings, the yeah. it's a it's a mess. I mean, on the outside looking in, when you really think about realistically, it's pretty simple. But when you think about what on what is still possible of happening, there are 128 scenarios in the AFC possible scenarios. There are 16 possible scenarios in the NFC. Um, 
But the big the big game uh, for you and I. Oh, first we're gonna go Bears Vikings. Uh, this is a pretty big one considering uh, Bears are in, but Vikings are not. The Vikings are in, but they're not locked. Right. They have to win to stay in. Um, yeah. I believe they can lose if um, the Eagles, the Eagles lose. Yeah. And the Eagles are playing. Let's the Eagles are playing the Redskins, who are yeah. on their like fifth quarterback. So I wouldn't count on that happening. Yeah. Um, they're not like the Steelers. They won't blow a game they're supposed to win. So <laughs> um, that's going to be interesting. I, I definitely think uh, what, what's really tricky about this one is that really the Eagles are the only other team that's out of the playoff hunt that can get back in. So like every other team, like there's five teams in the NFC that they're locked in at playoff spots. Yeah. Um, that's not the case in the AFC. You still have Colts, Ravens, Titans, and Steelers. Any combination of them could be in or out. Yeah. So it's a lot more intriguing, I think, in the AFC. I mean, it's not like it's, you know, when they do these playoff scenarios, if there's a tie, if there's a tie, if there's a tie. Yeah, yeah. I kind of ignore that, even though we've seen two ties this year already. Yeah. Um, but it's it's intriguing. It, it makes a lot of games worth watching. I think that Colts-Titans um, game and Sunday night is going to be really good, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, right now, the Minnesota Vikings are favored to win by, or they are four-point favorites. Um, I I like them to win this game. I I do. I I think that they they have it. They have an urgency to them. Um, I I just don't see the Bears, a team that really doesn't need to win. Uh, I don't I don't see them going into Minnesota and pulling off a game like that. Well, see the Rams. The problem is the Rams aren't going to lose. But if the Rams lost and the Bears won the Bears would actually move to the second seed. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they actually, I think the Bears actually take this one out. I don't think Minnesota is that good. I think they're a pretender. I'm not impressed by cus- them as, a, as just a group as a whole. Um, I don't think they've played really a complete season. Um, I'm picking Bears they've here. Been the I think they want to be the biggest upset, fresh. arguably. Yeah, besides Jacksonville. Besides, real, yeah, besides really Jacksonville. Just, besides, yeah. Very disappointing. Yeah. Green Bay, too, but... Um, I think you know they were they were expected to do well. Well, when you pay somebody eighty million dollars in three years, um, yeah, you expect them to win more than like eight games. Yeah. So, um, I, I'm going to give it to the Bears here, but it could potentially be closer. I think it just depends at what point Matt Nagy goes. All right, we're done playing starters. Like, yeah, I, you know, if he's looking over at his watch or smartwatch, looking to see if the Rams are up by fifty <laughs> or whatever, then that's. You know, he, he might make a decision based on that. I don't know how they do that. But yeah. um, at a certain point, I think he's going to be like, all right, well, if this game doesn't matter, I'm not getting people hurt. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. That's a fair point. Uh, this game, I, I honestly think it could be a toss-up. But uh, nonetheless, I think the Vikings will win. And then they'll be one and done in the playoffs because they would turn right, right, they yeah. would turn right around and play And go Chicago. to Chicago. Yeah. No, that's no not way that's happen. happening. <laughs> There's no way. Um, I'd rather see the Honestly, Eagles if you're there. Chicago, you might just be like, all right, let's just play – Play all our backups so that they can come in next week, and we're just gonna be fresh. Them. Yeah. yeah. Um. Do you want to do the Steelers or the Browns next? Screw it, Browns. Let, 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 Browns. Browns, Baker baby. Mayfield. In Baker, we trust. In Baker, we have to trust. We have to trust him. Uh, it is Baltimore not a five-point favorites. That's not a lot for at home, no. but it's really not. No. I mean, all things considered. It's a sad day in Pittsburgh when you have to rely on the Browns to get you into the playoffs. I am confident. <laughs> I, I I am not faking this either. I am confident in Baker Mayfield to win. I am. 
I th- I don't trust the Ravens enough to beat the hot Cleveland Browns. I don't. I just Granted, don't, I don't trust them on the road, man. Like they are fantastic. Uh, I I think it's gonna be a wild Sunday. I think you're gonna see Baker Mayfield pull off perhaps the biggest upset of the year, and they're gonna win. I think the Browns win. It's gonna be close. It might be a last second field goal. It might be eighteen to fifteen, but they're gonna find a way. See, I they have a chance if they get up early, and that means Baker not making a mistake against a good Baltimore defense. Obviously, they beat them before in a grinder game. Um, I don't think Cleveland even got a touchdown, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah, it was like nine like six, nine six, or something weird like that. Yeah, so I, I I do think Cleveland has a chance, but in Baltimore, playoff hopes on the line. Well. I guess last year they had that against the Bengals, and we saw that happen. Um, maybe there's just a part of me that goes, well, the Steelers managed to mess up the season somehow, so the Browns won't do their part. I, I don't know. I'm yeah. just paranoid about it. Um, I am picking Baltimore here. Obviously, they are the better team, but I think at home that's going to be a tough place for Baker to play. Um, it, it really is. So I, I, I give Baltimore the edge, but Cleveland has to get up early if they want to have a chance. Cannot Agreed. allow them to grind out the clock. Yeah. All right, uh, Pittsburgh and the Cincinnati Bengals in Pittsburgh. Uh, Steelers have to win, plain and simple. They have to win. They absolutely have to win. Yeah, they should probably stop making uh, adding S to their brown jerseys to make it look like brown. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that on uh, Instagram today. No. Uh, brown like took an S and like added, added it to it all to his, his jerseys. Yeah. Hey. I mean, Ben put it right. I mean, they have to win on his radio show. I mean, they have to win. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter what Cleveland Man. does if they lose. I think they'll crush them. I mean, I, I don't think, think, think it's going to be close. I know they traditionally play Cincinnati better at home or on the road, but like, look, look who's not there. There's no Dalton. There's no AJ Green. There's no Tyler Boyd. Um, Eifert's been out all year. I mean, the defense is still pretty decent, but I, I don't think they. I mean, I guess it could be potentially Marvin's last game. So better be. what better I, <laughs> for their sakes? How possible do you think it is? That the Cleveland Browns beat the Ravens and the Steelers lose to the Bengals. I mean, I there's some doomsday scenarios like that would be like about as bad as it gets for Pittsburgh. I, I don't I don't feel that. I, I think I think that's not going to happen. You don't think so? I've been pessimistic recently, but I, I don't see that one. I, I it would be it would be the the perfect way to end this Steelers season. <laughs> For the Browns to beat the Ravens and the Steelers to lose to the to the Cincinnati Bengals at home, they better be ready I, to play. I really, I, but I'll say this: uh, in all seriousness, though, I honestly do think there is a good shot at the Steelers still making the playoffs. It's almost like one of those things. It's like, as much as we both will admit that the Steelers have just let this season fall through their fingertips, it's almost where it's like I'll believe it when I see it that they're out. Right, like it's still hard out. for me to like. It's get hard over for it. me to wrap yeah. my head around. So therefore, I I really do think I I am confident going into this weekend. Um, maybe it's because I'm I'm more thinking more about Notre Dame this weekend. Uh, maybe it's because I was just so upset after last Sunday. But I do think that there is a good shot of them getting into the playoffs. I think they're. Gonna, I, don't know I think if they're going to want to face them. I don't know the that Steelers? you want to face a team that should have beat New Orleans, beat New England. A defense you that looks better and Connor coming back. If they, yeah, if they yeah, get, if into, the they playoffs, get into the playoffs, I know people don't want to play Baltimore. Because they I don't would, know if you want to play Pittsburgh. Because you would be coming into the Pittsburgh. It would be 
they did get at least one home game. Yeah, they would. They would be home the and the wild card. And it would yeah. be the Chargers. I'm, if I'm not mistaken, coming in to right Pittsburgh, now. assuming yeah. everything plays out because that probably will happen. Let's see who does. Uh, they play the Kansas City is going to play the Raiders, yeah. so I don't. I doubt they're going to yeah. lose to them. So, but so yeah, I wouldn't want to go in and play Pittsburgh. I mean, granted, they have looked bad, but we know that they are also the most unpredictable team. I mean, they're capable clearly yeah. of playing and beating literally anyone in the league at this point. Yeah, I mean, they beat the Patriots last two weeks ago. Right, beat the Patriots, should have beaten the Saints. I, I you don't want to play them, man. I mean, you yeah. just don't. They're going to be the sc- they could they're going to be the sc- the scary wild card team. Yeah, if they don't, they're going to be one of the biggest disappointments to make to not reach the playoffs without oh, que- without I, question. This has been, in my opinion, the biggest Steelers choke ever. It's yeah, it's got to be when up you there. look at their it, roster. When you look at their roster going into the season, when you just look at how primed they are, compared and to be in a position. Where you have the number the number two seed at one point in the season, and you you don't even hold on to it for one week, and then you just drop out of the playoff picture. I think it's the biggest choke in Steeler history. It's not acceptable. I it mean, is there's not. There's no question. Yeah. I think we can both agree the defense isn't great, but it's improved. It, it it's, has it's improved. played well when we it gave has them to credit. Be. Except when they gotta get a late game stop. I mean, yeah, again against yeah Oakland like last second stops, but I mean. It's just the opportunities that we've let slip away. Right. Like, you take back one play from how many games, and the season has changed. It never should have come down to the New Orleans right. game. Right. Like, exactly just, it what I was going to add on have. to. It should have never come down to this point. It should have the, never come down yeah. to the Oakland game. Right. It, it, just, it just should have never happened. Right. It really shouldn't have. I mean, when you lose to teams like the Chargers, who are really good, and you've never lost to a team in your entire franchise history... When you're up 16 points at home, I'm yeah. sorry. You know, it, it just it becomes a pattern. Look at what happened in week one. The Steelers offered, the Steelers should have won that game, but they also handed the win to the Browns, even though the Browns didn't win, but they handed it to them on multiple occasions. Right. <laughs> like exactly. that game really sums up the Steelers' season. Pretty much. Oh, you had it in the bag. Should have won, you gave had it in it the bag, him. gave it to them, and then can't hold it. Yeah. <laughs> Sucks, but sometimes it's. It's a stressful life being a Steelers fan. Sometimes <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. And man, I like I, this is the year. Like, I don't know what to. I don't even know what to think of the Steelers going into next year. Because like Ben's going to be one more year older. I, I just don't know. It's going to be. I, I I think they're going to be good. But then you got like Baltimore. You got Cleveland to worry about. Cleveland's going to be a legitimate threat. Oh no question. We'll never have to worry about the Bengals, but. <laughs> um, not anytime soon, but it's true. I mean, yeah. there's there's more. Should've kept to AJ McCarron. Yeah, might not have been a bad <laughs> idea. But we'll see. Um, you know, depending on how this week goes, we may have a recap of Pittsburgh's season, what we think went wrong, yeah. and this and that. But let's hope we can hold off that conversation <laughs> yeah. for another week. Baker, Baker, we trust you, man. <laughs> I know you're not one of the few listeners of this podcast, but if you happen to be listening. We trust you, and we love we you. We believe you. <laughs> we'll have you on the show the next time you're in town, yeah. buddy. We're going to call this the Feeling Dangerous Audio Experience. <laughs> no, man, but it's going to be fun. A lot of football. A lot of football, man. It's going to be a great weekend. I don't know what I'm going to I'm going to have to find time to get to the gym. Because it's just going to be me sitting on the couch watching football. It's my favorite time of the year. After, after Christmas, it's like, all right. 
football right around the corner. <laughs> the it's best like of the football. March Madness of football. It, it really, it re- that's a good comparison. It really is because you have six days of whatever football you want to watch. Love it. All right, man. I don't, I don't know how we should end this, but <laughs> I don't know. Hey, for being tired, gentlemen, after a busy Christmas and wedding and. No planning into this episode whatsoever. I think we did. Where we at? It was fun. All right, well, I'll be in. I'll be in Chicago for New Year's coming up. So <laughs> yes, you will. Hopefully, I don't get shot or something. Um, maybe I'll make it to the Bears game. Oh no, it's in. It's in Minnesota. Minnesota. So. <laughs> Never mind. I'll see. You. I'll, I'll pick up the vibe from there. <laughs> see. I'll let you. When do you come back? Uh, second. No, first. First. But you're coming back. So I'm going to oh, be like hustling to get back oh. to the Ohio State game, man. And that is going to be <laughs> tough to do. Well, hey, man, if you make it back in time, uh, there's a seat here at my house to watch the Rose Bowl. Oh, I've already got a party, but thank you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, if you need to leave that party for the Texas-Georgia game, I don't know. Yeah, I'll do what I got to do. Wait, man. when are you leaving? I don't know, like Saturday. Oh. So okay. I'm going to be doing a lot of listening to games and streaming data that I don't have. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> All right, man, it's been fun. Gotcha.